All right. What's up, everybody? It's the ID84 show live here from our locations. Episode 172, as always, the Adam the Mallet to the left of me. And uh, he's being killed right now, if you didn't know. Attention. Allegedly. That movie, that, I get it, you know, that movie, that, that movie actually freaked me out as a kid. Like the, the first one, yeah, yeah, I, I love that movie. It's one of my top uh, top movies. It was probably because we were like in our like early high school days when that came out, and it was just fucking freaky. Like early, what was that? Early two thousands? That movie came out late. Uh, Ninety six was the first one. Yeah. Okay. So middle school, I guess. Yeah, that's probably why it was so fucking freaky because it was like, and then you end up finding out who the characters were. They're like two of their friends, like are like a yeah. yeah, it's like a whodunit murder mystery. All all four of them are like that. They're all yeah. murder mysteries. Yeah, but didn't one one of them be ended up being someone's mom? Or that make am I making that up? Yeah, the second one. Second one, right? It was the guy who kills and it was their mom. Yeah, we're not spoiling. We're not spoiling a movie that came out twenty five years ago. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, you got like I'll give you like three years or so. Yeah, if you haven't After seen that, I, Dream yet, then you probably should. I don't know. You I go see it. It's not a bad movie. I don't like horror movies. I'm not a fan of horror. I don't like being scared of movies. And I also don't like movies that give me an, a high level of anxiety in the movie as well. I'm not a fan of those at all. Yeah, I, don't I like think... to be. I, I like to be scared. I'm the opposite because it's like wow. it's just a. It's kind of like an adrenaline rush because yeah. you realize you're safe. I don't like sad movies because I don't want to cry. I understand being scared, like yeah. an adrenaline rush, like an amusement park ride. Yeah. I don't understand crying though. I don't want to feel sad. You know. Well, I'm a fan of sad movies either. I, I've any good sad movie I've probably only seen once. Like The Notebook, yeah. only seen once. Yep. Um, I won't fucking watch Marley and Me. That movie's fucking oh, banned. Fuck that. I watched that once. <laughs> no. Fuck that. It once was enough. It. Um, Rain on Me, the one with uh, Adam Sandler and his his daughter, his two daughters and, and wife die in 9 11. And yeah, he watches the plane crash into the mountain. Yeah, fuck yeah, that. The mountain, yeah. the building. Yeah, nope. Those are movies you see once. Why do girls enjoy seeing movies that make them cry their eyes out? Like, why? Like, like you see, like you know, some girls are just watch the Notebook over and over and over again. Yeah, I think because they want to find that guy that'll yeah. make them feel that way. You know what I mean? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, but like, and it's not that they're bad movies. Some of them. It's just like I said, I don't want to get upset. You know well, what I mean? Some of them are really good movies. Like Rain on Me is a very well put together movie, but the. But I, and especially for us, knowing and living through nine eleven, have a, a kind of I guess you could say a personal connection to the movie since you you kind of were alive when that shit because you know what you've known people or heard of people that had experienced what Adam Sandler's character had to do. It just makes it even it gives you that extra level of like ugh. Like I had the same issue with um. It's not a, a horror movie or a sad movie, but like Patriots Day, knowing that oh that movie's it, retarded. Yeah, I've seen that. It's a stupid movie, but like knowing that it's an event that I have attended every year except for that year, for the most part, that was the only year I did not go for like 15 consecutive years. And it was only because I was forced to go to the Dominican Republic. Other than that, I would have been there with probably danger powers, but I wouldn't have been. But you weren't, and you wouldn't have been at the, who knows if you would have been at the no, finish line. Like, I can't, no, no we, we never would have been at the finish line. We would never have been yeah. on that side of the road. It would have been impossible because we would have been at the Red Sox game. We would have been. At two o'clock on a Patriots Day game, the game gets over at like at we would have we probably been on Lansdowne Street drinking most likely. 
So I, I, I don't ever say that like, oh God, whatever I was there. I was just saying that, thank God I wasn't in the city that day because I didn't want to have to deal with that psychological fucking mess. You know what I mean? That's so, true. Yeah. Shit, that shit went sideways yeah. all over the city. Yeah. So. I know it was statistically impossible for me to ever be anywhere near where the bombs went off just because of the logistics of where they were located. It, I would never ever been able to cross Boylston Street. It would have been impossible. You wouldn't be able to get over there. The only way I would ever be able to go, I would get all the way down to the freaking commons, come all the way back. It, it would have been a task that was most people would see as ridiculous to do. Mm. So, but like stuff like that, like I see that movie, I'm like, oh, kind of gives you like a sick feeling in your stomach. Like, oh god. Yeah. Like, do you remember when um Twin Towers came out with Nicolas Cage? Like two years after 9/11. Funny talking about Nicolas Cage. I, all I've been doing the last two weeks is watching Nicolas Cage movies because I've been working on a video that's. Actually, coming out Friday, new potato video. Oh, nice! But, Check out the whirlwind potato on YouTube. Um, I that one I skipped because I just it came out a little too soon. I thought a little like, too soon. It was like two years after, or if if less. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll watch it eventually. But I, so I think I, I own it. I think it was during my times where I was taking Netflix movies and just burning them onto my hard drive. And I think I got that movie, but I don't think I ever fully watched it. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've seen pieces of it, but I don't ever have sat through it because it was just a weird movie. The timing of it was very odd. Like, why would you come out with something so soon? Still too soon. Yeah. And it's like they haven't come out with a 9-11 movie since then, have they? That I don't know of. Yeah. Um. Th- this. Th- What's the one? There's one in the um that took well, place than, you know, in the plane. Oh yeah, okay, yes, the, the the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania. Yeah, the one that went down. That the yeah, the, the okay. people revolted. That's there was right. a movie about that. I forget what that was called. Yeah, though. that was like it was called Flight. Whatever the flight was, Flight sixty nine or something like that. Yeah, but like, I guess the Rain on Me movie was kind of has flavors of nine eleven, obviously because his wife and kids died in the movies about nine eleven. So going to Disneyland—that's the sad part. He was flying up to Boston to meet his wife and kids because they were going to go to Disneyland. Ugh. Uh, and there were people on that plane. There were kids on that plane going to Disneyland. Lots of documentaries. Lots. Of a lot documentaries. of documentaries. Yeah. United ninety three. That's what you're talking about. United 93. That was it. Yes. I've never seen that movie. I can't see movies. I can't see movies. Like, I guess, I guess people who are like older, I guess they're probably a lot of them are dead. But like, if you were like a, a, a grandfather or something like that, who like, like served in World War II, I think it would be very difficult to, from the see like World War II movies. Don't you think? No, I agree. Oh yeah, I agree. Well, like the Vietnam era, like, you know, people who are a little bit older than our parents who served in, in Nam, like, I think that would be very kind of horrific for them to kind of have to watch yeah. a movie of an event that they actually experienced. There's a lot. Uh, this, there's 11 movies. Um, a lot of them didn't really get a lot of attention. I guess they count zero dark 30. That was probably the most popular oh, one. Yeah. Cause that involved catching bin Laden. So obviously yeah. that ties to it. Um, but uh, the one Nicholas cage is uh, world trade center. Yeah. World trade. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, I was saying twin 12s was the, uh, with a fucking Harry Potter movie or something. <laughs> no, Twin Towers was Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, that's what it was. Yeah, one of those goofy movies. Yeah. World Trade Center. Yeah, way too What year did that come out, by the way? Do you have it up right there? Uh, yeah, it, yeah, uh, 2006. Way too soon. Yeah. Five years later? Come on. A little too and, soon. And yeah. he, was, he was like the uh, Mark Wahlberg character like in, in Patriot's Day. Like He was everywhere he had to be at the right time. Like He was like a... That. Yeah. He was like, um, I think he worked for the, he was a Port Authority police officer. I think that was his character in the movie. And he was like, everywhere he, he was in the towel, he grabbed someone. He was over on the street, he grabbed someone. He was like, just saving people left and right. You're like a fucking Nicolas Cage. He's like, where are you going to go? 
Come with me. I'm Nicholas Cage. I'll take you outside. Well, the, the problem with the, the Marky Mark one is it all boils down to kind of like one scene. There's like mm-hmm. a scene where like the FBI and Kevin Bacon are like sifting through like all the stuff and like they're in the thing and they need Mark Wahlberg to point <laughs> out where all the cameras are. And Mark Wahlberg's like, oh, uh, you know, over by CVS, go there. And they're like, CVS, they put the timestamp on. It's like and the, Lord and the FBI couldn't figure it out. Yeah. They needed Mark Wahlberg. And I know the Lord and Taylor has a camera over there. Boom. <laughs> oh, and I know the restaurant over there. Boom. They have a camera. We can get that camera. Yeah. Whiskey Steakhouse. Yeah. Whiskey Steakhouse, pull it up. Whiskey Steakhouse, we'll get it over there. We'll get a camera over there. He's like walking like the visual street. Like, okay. He's the only ask. one that owns he only, He's the only one that knows already. The FBI can't figure that out. Adam, no, also they have, it's called Google Maps. Or Google, yeah. for that matter. They could have just Google street down the street. I'm like, oh, let's go check. Like, you didn't think they go to like, let's go check the like the sports authority. Oh, that not sports authority. Fucking uh, marathon sports uh, camera. Damn, maybe we do that one. Yeah. And, and the fact that Mark Wahlberg's character was everywhere he had to be at the right time. Like he was like, it, all of a sudden he was in Watertown where the guy was there. He was all of a sudden he was in, uh, you know, it was very bizarre to me. It wasn't a bad movie. I watched it with higher expectations, but I really, I don't know why I didn't disservice to myself like that. I should have just took over a grain of salt that it was going to be a hacky Mark Wahlberg movie. Favorite I mean, Mark Wahlberg movie? Favorite Mark Wahlberg movie? Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. Boogie Nights is up there. Mm, that's mine. Um, one. Boogie Nights right there. I, I got to pull up the list. He's in more movies than I thought. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Um, Ted is a Ted is a second to Boogie Nights. I can watch uh, Ted. That, that's a reasonable movie to pick. Yeah. I would say that's a candidate. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, IMDb. Uh, oh, ooh, oh, dude! Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, that's have, right. He's been in a lot of good movies. Yeah, he's in the Departed. I know he doesn't have a big role. The Fighter. Yeah. Uh, he had just he had just enough in the Departed to make it not. A uh, work like his character was like he overplayed his character in the Departed. We all can admit that he went yeah, over the true. top. But at the end of the Departed, what he did kind of was was awesome. When he fucking blows, um, fucking Matt Damon away. Actually, Pain and Gain is a good one. The movie he did with The Rock. It's based on a true story. That movie is very underrated. I like. Oh, that. I like the cool. comedy of the other guys. The other oh, guys. The other guys is really good with uh fucking Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's a good. Very one. underrated. I like that movie a lot. Dirty, Dirty Mike and the Boys. Use your. Dude, I, I of- laughed so hard when uh, remember when The Rock and uh, Samuel Jackson are like in for the bushes and they jump off the rooftop and they just and they splat oh like, on the ground. Yeah. It's just, just out of nowhere. And then the next scene, they're at the funeral and they're like, "What did you do that for? It wasn't even an awning. Like yeah. this is like their egos just got in the way." And that was like, actually a good movie. Yeah, uh, I guess they. I guess we, they. They done a few good movies. Yeah, Boogie Nights is great though. The opening scene of Boogie Nights is absolutely amazing. It's a, it's very much like um, how Goodfellas that that scene when they're in the cabana and they, it's like one shot. They never take the camera off. Yeah, the tracking opening, shot. Yeah. Yeah, the open scene in Boogie Nights is, a, is like a is like a two and a half minute tracking shot that goes from the sign outside of the studio and goes in and actually it gives you like a pre, um, kind of like a, a a sense of all the characters in the movie. It actually films every single guy. It hits Roller Girl. It hits Mark Wahlberg. It hits everything. and kind of makes its way through into the dance floor. And it, the disco music is great. And everything was just the lights. And, oh, it was fucking great, great tracking scene. Back in the day, like around then, they had to do it with like a single take. But now, though, this they can do it with that with it looking yeah. like it's in one take. And it's not. Like Birdman, the whole movie is a tracking shot. The entire movie. Really? And there's just no way in hell you can do that for an entire movie. It's impossible. 
Skoseski was it was the king of the tracking shots. Like I think he was the one who kind of like really got it down to a he took that shot and turned it into like a whole, you know, act in the movie. Like it was like that was that told that that shot told so many stories. Like the Goodfellas scene when they're walking into the manor and you get to meet all the characters and and uh Henry's introducing uh, you know, fucking what's her face to all the characters and stuff like this and he was like oh this is so and so this is what am I and it goes through the kitchen he knows everyone in the kitchen it comes out of the kitchen goes into the club and there's a table sat for him he sits there and they turn it 180 degrees and the guy's on stage singing he gets him a bottle of champagne it's like you know he's like Karen Karen this is uh, Tommy two times he says everything two times you know what I mean get the papers get the papers get the papers Try, that's great. they don't make fucking this when movies made like this they don't make movies like that like like with the art of the of the film photography, like, like what was the last good movie you've seen that was filmed awesome? Haven't been many at all in the last year because of COVID. That's well, yeah, but I'm like I have to go back into the archives and say what was the last movie I seen and I could visually, the way they filmed it was like part of the movie. You know what I mean? Like it told a story. A lot of them are just like three shot movies. You get the wide shot, you get the close up, and you get the two shot. And it's like that's it. It's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. There's no like. Like, here's the thing with um, who's the, the friggin' black um, Spike Lee. Spike Lee does this weird shot, and then you can actually YouTube it. He does this shot where he puts the character on like a like a a wagon, and he pulls them, but they don't walk; they just stand still. So it's like a weird shot where the person's moving, but they're not walking; they're kind of just floating in space. And if you, it, so someone put a um, a whole. It's 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 a Spike Lee shot. He uses it in every single movie he does, and it's a YouTube compliment, comp, uh, complimental, fucking complimentary, complimental. What word am I looking for? A comp- say, uh, when you like a home, it's like a no. When you like combine a bunch of stuff, what do you call that? A compla? Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, like a compilation. Compilation. That's the word. Compilation. It's a compilation of this particular shot that Spike Lee does. It's it's like the moving. The moving track scene, whatever like that. And he takes every single movie he ever did. And it's a very odd scene because like they do like um I forget what fucking movie it was, but the character's just moving and the guy next to him is actually walking. You can see his arms moving, and the character's on this like wagon and just like floating in the air. It's like, what? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. No, it's, it's pretty much all I do is watch movies right now. There's nothing. Yeah. I mean, we remember you making that list during um during the still have it. it's still yeah. growing. Still growing, man. So we should bring in our guest. I think it's probably a good time, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. It's AG. AG. AJ. I think it's Happeny. Do you think it's Happeny? That's what it looks like, right? H-A-P-E-N-Y. Happeny. He's a comedian. Happeny, Happeny. Yeah, close. I think think we're in the ballpark. We're close enough. So he's a comedian, but he also made a point to put in his profile that he liked the WWE. So, I mean, that's a significant thing in people's lives. Maybe he, I want to know. Maybe he has some inside. It's a big-ass industry, man. Yeah. Let's bring him in right now. He's been in the waiting room for the longest time. Ooh, and he has, look at that. He actually prepared himself. Look at that. Uh, comedy bit. festival. Is that live? Oh, it's already sold out. What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> I got you, Kyle. What's on, man? Wait, 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 oh, hey. When is the I'm meeting? Just watching a little, I'm just watching a little wrestling right now. And Shaquille O'Neal is uh, his first wrestling match. Oh, shit. Right now? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Forget how big he is until, uh, until he's standing next to, well, 
Oh, anyone. He's a giant. <laughs> he's a he's a a uh, uh, we call it a, a genetic uh, genetic malfunction. Genetic yes. freak. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, genetic freak. Freak. Yeah. AJ, yeah. so where are you joining us from tonight? Oh, uh, I am joining from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Oh, beautiful, oh, cool. beautiful Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Not so much in January, but in July. It's a great place to be. Yeah, and not so much in March either. <laughs> That's true. Well, are, you, uh, are you near the tip? Or are you uh, kind of like uh, right in black middle of the, uh, of the traffic? Oh, ju- just just a tip. See, see how it feels. I'm on the I'm on the outside of the tip. The outside, uh, the but, but like right where the clit is, that's right. where right. I'm at. You're hitting the rim, the top of the rim. Right <laughs> just just just, 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 just a little bit. You gotta. This is where you are. Playing right. with the bean. Yeah, that's it. right there, right above where you get a. Hey, that's why it's that's why it's called Bean Town because it's like right at the. <laughs> oh, that's true. So you had a, you had a little thing up there for the main comedy. Is that coming up pretty soon? Was that was that from years past? Um, that is, that is not this Saturday. Uh, this Saturday I'm at Headliners Comedy, uh, I'm at Headliners Comedy Club this, this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Uh, then the nice. week after that, that's, uh, that's, that's main event comedy. And that's in, I want to say Lewiston, Maine. Okay. Everyone hates that town. I love Lewiston. Great Actually, crowd. I went to the first time ever to Lewiston a couple of months ago. I ended up in the uh, Auburn Mall. That's like kind of the next town over. Yeah, it was just like a it was a main town. It was just it was nothing. nothing. It was was just a mall. Yeah, this is a good swingers club up there at the VFW too. I don't know if it still exists, but about ten years ago, they had like to fuck. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) is that what you do after the show? You kind of like you got look at the crowd and be like, yeah, oh yeah, take me. I I do it during the show, just like I who came to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Which 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 what's the typical response? You get a good uh. Like, hey, me. Um, it's it's more of a, like uh, not an on purpose one, but you hear like a. Woo, woo. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, talk to it's you. Like a kidding, just kidding, not really, kinda, not. Just kind of feeling it out. <laughs> like, all right, well, well, you, that, so well, the couple of the third row that they, they both went woo simultaneously, so I'm guess I'm fucking them both. All right, oh, listen, you know, sometimes you gotta take one to get one. You know what I mean? That's the way it looks like. Yeah, or, or or they're both taking one. Who knows? <laughs> so, are you a big WWE fan? I noticed it was a, a, a you made a point to put any profile on Instagram that you were WWE. Yeah, um, well, like that's that's pretty much my niche that I stumbled across. Okay. And uh, on on TikTok, and then all of a sudden, like you like wrestling, and then a bunch of people went to my page and like, okay, that that's that that's that's my thing now. Thank God, it's something that I love. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so I've always been curious to know. Like, Artie and I aren't wrestling people, but it's like we, we want to understand. Well, what do like, you what... do? Talk to the people that you love? <laughs> like, no, but, like, you didn't know, grow like, up saying like, and you just make believe. I'm not buying it. No, no, no. It's cool. Like anybody who's into wrestling, it's. I mean, it's a major fucking like cash cow. It has fucking fans everywhere. It's a. But like, I'm just curious to know, like, what is it about wrestling to you that you just love so much? Like, I'm always. Curious oh, the bitches. Know. Because <laughs> um uh I I've, I'm I'm slowly discovering why I like it more within the past five years than I ever did. Uh, it's it's storytelling at its absolute finest, and some of the best comedy in any entertainment that I've seen has actually been in pro wrestling. Oh, um, nice. Okay, and some of some of the best callbacks I've ever seen is actually in pro wrestling too. 
when you you see when you see somebody cut a promo it's literally the same almost the same comedic timing and <laughs> the same spacing in between words and the same anticipation really? uh, like there's there's some wrestlers that I've learned more comedy from uh than than I have actual comedians and just to see the evolution of it now and see sensitivity levels in comedy 20 years ago and also sensitivity levels uh, in, in pro wrestling 20 years ago. Because in pro wrestling and in comedy, people were in blackface. And nobody said a thing. And now <laughs> everybody's apologizing for it. You know? <laughs> Jimmy Fallon had to apologize uh, for being in blackface recently. And that was, that was on stupid. the show SNL. Like 20 years ago, yeah. That was so stupid. Yeah, it was, it was 20 plus years ago. Yeah. Uh, Triple Triple H. Also in blackface, still never asked to apologize. So. Sure. They'll get to fascinating. Them. They'll dig it up eventually. The, the cancel culture loves trying to fucking find shit, and they have nothing better to do but like look at their fucking computers all day and be like, "Let's go after this guy now." Yeah. Uh, hey, Hulk Hogan hasn't and, apologized for banging Bubba Love's friend's uh, wife with his big giant uh, tin can cock. So, well, like uh, I saw that porno. His cock wasn't wasn't that big. Like I, I was feeling pretty good about myself. I'm like, <laughs> wow, it's <laughs> like. Like, that was average Asian hype, but like, ah, it's not that good. Yeah, you think it's just like brother old. thrust. Yeah, at, at least it wasn't found Macho Man do, do, doing it like digging. Yeah, uh huh. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, Slim Jim. Slim Jim. No dumb boy gonna snap you. Yeah, fuck yeah. Save it. So what, what what wrestling's on a Thursday night? Is it Thursday night jam or something like that? I'm not com- I, Dude, you don't know what day it is. You don't know what month oh, it Wednesday, is. Right? Like- Wednesday. I, I I don't. You're the one that booked me on this. Where the fuck are you right I don't now? Watch, I don't watch wrestling. I know there's a Monday night Raw. Yeah, but yeah, right? but you know that what day it is. Oh, it's the one that ends in Y. Yeah, it's close enough. I mean, this is we do the yeah, it's, it's, it's still wine December, Wednesdays. right? Yeah, wine Wednesdays. Get there and enjoy. Well, what kind of wine? A little Snoop Dogg wine? No, this is the the stuff you get for like ten dollars at Target in the big bottle, like the uh, you, yellow. You can fill. get the Snoop Dogg wine for for twelve dollars. You spent two more dollars. What's that? Is it good. any good? Oh, it's it's by Nineteen Crimes. It's delicious. All right, and what what uh, varietal of is it of the uh, of the wine? Uh, it's a red mix. Ooh, okay. Because I, I personally don't like the white wines. I mean, they're, they're just yeah. they're just not for me. I just throw, I throw up in white wine. That's just typically my <laughs> go-to. I, I'll sit there like a, like a drunk sorority girl and just fucking get hammered on white wine. Like this is great, and then get nauseous and throw up later on that night. So, and then get that. You're my soulmate. I don't yeah. need to find a man. You're yeah. That's you. We're still, gonna be friends forever. She's a cunt. Yeah. I'm just like I'm still next to you. It's like a typical girl, right there. That's exactly what they'll do. Are you uh, women? Are you a uh, born and raised in the Cape, or are you an import? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I was born and raised in the Cape. Uh, literally half my family thinks I was born in North Dakota because mo- most of most of my family was. Okay. And uh, like, like, okay, I guess you think I'm boring enough. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, but most most of my family is from Fargo, North Dakota, and okay. apparently that that's that's where I lived for my my first couple of years. But I was actually born in Hyannis. Uh, Massachusetts, middle middle of Cape Cod. Yeah. Um, moved, moved there as a kid. Been on pretty much here most of my life. Uh, exception maybe like Martha's Vineyard, which is still technically Cape and the Islands, but yeah. And rent here is fucking awesome. I pay in my room turquoise. They I like let it. me do that in any apartment. 
in Boston or no. or any yeah. surrounding of it. They're like, yeah, we don't fucking care. Just just go ahead and do what you want. So you don't mind the drive, huh? Going because I mean, it's probably not a lot of comedy gigs in Greater Cape Cod ish. There, there is jack shit right now for for gigs. Yeah. Like there was a booming comedy scene a, a year ago. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it originally started off with the with me and Edouard booking shows, and then Taron Jackson started doing stuff, and then a bunch of other bookers uh, started started doing stuff down here. Really? Like, okay. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I have something to do every weekend if I'm not doing something in New Hampshire or or Boston, Rhode Island, etc. Yeah. So I always had something on the weekends, and then come March 13th. Yeah, last year, almost that there. The, yeah, that was that was the last gig I had. Well, I actually set it up through Brown Paper Tickets, and they still have not given me my money yet. Really? Yeah, seven hundred bucks. They they, they 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 still owe me. And we need us shake them down. We we can send a uh, a group up. We know, some, we know, we know somebody who can uh, <laughs> take, take care of this problem for you if you like. Oh yeah, we'll shake him down, motherfucker. All right, we'll get big Joey down. Joe B after. Yeah, him. we'll get the old uh, mafia. Uh, whoa, 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 the uh, the guys who drive the Cadillacs to drive down some paper bag fuckers and shake the fucking shit out of them. Yeah, because they're over in Seattle right now. There's a church that they owe twelve thousand dollars to. Damn, they still have, they haven't given back any money, and they send oh, like one update every two months. I'm just like, oh, because of COVID is yeah. slowing down and whatnot. Like, bitch, you stop paying people February eighth. That's right. <laughs> like, go ahead and like spread. There's no shutdowns at that point. Yeah. Just like stop lying and just admit, just just admit you're greedy, and and you know we'll give you a little bit of pass. We'll, we'll give make, you a little bit. Yeah, just be like, just you know, I'm more like, I'm cool if somebody's just like, hey, listen, I accidentally I spent your money. I'm sorry. I, I went to the fucking casino. I got a hooker. Like it's just like you know, it's, it's nothing I can do about it. I'd feel more if someone said that to me. I'd be like. I can't get mad at you. Like I'm mad at you, but I'm like, you should be being honest. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, we spent it all on hookers and blow, but uh, yeah. you got a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you have do you have any of the hookers and the blows still left? Do you, maybe you <laughs> give me a little appetizer. We can go from there. Fucking crazy. So when you uh, go to you do gigs like New Hampshire and like up up in that Boston, do you do you stay the night or do you turn around and come back to the Cape? Um yeah, yeah. So 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 this weekend uh, because because I have work uh, Friday night, I, uh, I have headliners, so I'm coming back to Cape this the same night. Yeah, working working ten hours, and then I I drive back do it do it all again. Damn. Um, this the following weekend is exception because it's my birthday, so I'm gonna drink heavily because I, I pretty much stopped drinking when when COVID started. You stopped so, so, drinking. Stopped. And you're, that's, the you're like the opposite of me. I started heavily drinking once COVID started. Well, like I've just just had a bunch of shit to do. Like I yeah. found myself being more busy, busier. They're having me, they're having me work more. And yeah. then I started getting a bunch of virtual stuff. Like I started doing like a bunch of free virtual shows. Just kind of get myself in the mix. Just kind of get better so that yeah. I'm not losing it. And then all of a sudden, November came around. And a bunch of people want corporate gigs. Like oh, I yeah. literally did my last corporate event Saturday. Last oh, last nice. Saturday was my last one. And then after that, it's it's gonna be wedding season. Most of them are smaller weddings, obviously. Yeah. But uh, wedding season is generally like spring to like maybe middle of October. And you get a lot of like uh, comedy gigs at weddings. I, I've never really yeah. heard of this thing before. Really? Well. 
Yeah, they're they're looking for an efficient. That's, oh, that's okay. all. That's also a comedian. So gotcha. I was I was the only one that was offering that service for a while. That's actually a great uh, service. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Oh yeah, and then l- luckily I got to a point where um, it was like, can can we see a video? Just like no, nah, but I'm, I'm not gonna post someone else's uh, wedding. But you can yeah. see the reviews I got from all the other weddings that I did. So, so luckily, word of mouth has been helping me out a lot because uh, they've never seen me before. They don't know who the fuck I am. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's, if, you, if you saw my my headshot, like I I look I look like a gay magician, which is because <laughs> I don't do magic. So ah, I can see comedy at weddings going south real fast if you can't get oh, the audience. Abs- right. It's like, hey, oh. look at the bride. She's an eight. Emma. If she lost some weight, maybe she'd be a ten. Ha ha. Like, <laughs> well, you you may you may joke about that, Adam, but there's literally two instances, which is why I meet every couple through Zoom. Make sure I'm exactly what they want, so it's not a complete yeah. disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, <laughs> it's just, just like it sounds like you want me to just roast your husband, call him fat, and, <laughs> and, and say, say, say like no one will ever love you but me. Oh, you can do that I, with a guy. You can do that yeah. with a guy, girl. Probably not. No, they want to be beautiful and and, and you know Disney like on their wedding day. You know, and just tell her, lady, you should smile more. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I had one of my there. one of my best man at my wedding try to roast me. During his best man speech, remember that Adam? And uh, Eric was yes. saying that he was gonna try to bang my wife. He he kind of hinted. He hinted that he was going. Oh, I thought you were saying that to her. Adam, like yeah, that was him. No, it was one of our mutual friends. We used to <laughs> Adam, remember when he said you want to bang my wife at wedding night? Like, <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> so, so 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 what happened? Do you still talk to what happened? One of my good friends. Talk to this guy. Yeah, he so he's not a man of he he's a comic, but he's uh he, his public speaking skills. Who? who? Uh, Eric Powers out of Boston. Doesn't ring a bell. Danger Powers. He was he was big in, a good thing. He was big in the late nineties, early two thousands. Not so uh, much okay. in the late two thousand twenties. He's uh been a little I don't know, non existent well, Yeah, we'll say he's uh on hiatus. hiatus. Long hiatus. So I I met him like uh like uh, like ten, twelve years ago, bartending together. And he actually got me into doing stand-up back in the day. And then, uh, so he became the best man. So he does a speech, but he, he did it on his phone. He wrote it all out. And then his fucking phone Jesus died. Christ. Phone died halfway through the speech. Now he's just like on the left. <laughs> now he's winging it. And he's panicking. The panic in his face. And he's sweating. And he's pacing back and forth. He does this thing when he gets nervous called the Eric Shuffle. He starts shuffling around. like yep. that thing. Oh, yeah. The sweat's yep. pouring. And then, not to mention, we had, I, we had two best men. So like the first one did his speech, knocked it out of the park. Nice speech. So now he has to go and fucking follow this guy. And then he's all over the place. Then at one point he makes a reference to how he was going to bang my wife when he first met us. And then all this stuff. And everyone just looked at each other. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Then he started started getting aggressive with the crowd. People started yelling stuff out and started heckling him. (laughs) I thought that too. And I looked over. I looked over at my girlfriend. And I'm like, did he just kind of insinuate that he was going for her? And like, she ended up with Artie instead. And then it was funny, Artie, because then about like six months later, you kind of brought it up to yeah. him when we were sitting there. He's like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, yeah, you kind of did. It was great. <laughs> he was being like heckled by the crowd. It was like, it was just like a bad comedy show going, and I'm sitting there enjoying <laughs> every minute of it. Did you know how like when you're friends with comics and they're bombing, how much enjoyment you get out of it, just watching them just die on stage. It's just yeah, like, because hey. fuck them. I was just like, I don't want you to succeed. I, I want to get it before show. me. 
Ricky was enjoying his bomb, like, and it was like he was. He did a decent speech, but then it, like, when he lost everything, it was just going. It was like a. It was like a nine eleven plane. It had no hope, and it was just sitting there, like, oh, it's not going to end good. <laughs> this is going to be bad. It was great. That's why, uh, uh, you well, he spent me. all that time writing it on his phone that morning, so all but the juice was gone. But didn't charge by, by the time. <laughs> But that whole, whole comedy community, like they, they don't want each other to succeed. It's stupid. It's like the dumbest fucking thing ever, right? It's like, and they all like try to. They're all like secretly like just. They're all just miserable. Most of them, and they all backstabby and like. Yeah, it's like notice how anytime one of them that's becomes the popular, perfect background for comedy in general that right. you have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but notice how anytime one of them becomes popular, I'm fuck yeah, or, or, hits it, or, or becomes like. Yeah very mainstream all of a sudden it's like they stole jokes it's like no you're just fucking jealous like there are some that do like i was watching one of your tiktok videos you alluded to carlos mencia and like that is one of them but most of the time i i don't believe it that's I just the think biggest it's like, example like that that is, that, the, that is the most extreme example yeah uh, but like most of the time i just think it's a bunch of jealous little bitches who are like they still he still i know a guy who knows a guy who says he would steal jokes yeah. like just shut the fuck up <laughs> I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who steals from another guy that knows a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, even if I don't like somebody, because this is how I book shows on Cape Cod, even if somebody's not my cup of tea, one thing you can't deny is laughter from the crowd. True. If, yeah. if everyone else is laughing so, and man. you're not necessarily enjoying yourself, that's likely it's just you. So yeah. so if if I don't necessarily like them, but everyone else is laughing and they ask, hey, can, can you put me on a show? Fuck yeah, I'll put you on a show. Yeah, like, I'm have, not yeah. gonna book only comedians I like. How it, fucking no. selfish is that? And that's it, the way that people book their shit. It is, and it's not necessarily a good show too because you need to like kind no. of the formula. You need to kind of figure out what your crowd's gonna be and figure out who's gonna work that crowd. You don't want a guy who's telling dirty jokes to a crowd that's gonna be a bunch of middle aged like fucking people who are like. You know, super conservative. That makes no sense at all. The dick joke. Yeah, and, not- and that's why I tell people too is that uh, the the Red Nun show that I do, most of the crowd is is very conservative. It's yeah. it makes it like mid- middle aged conservative or like young liberal kids. Mm-hmm. So so just like don't do politics shit. Yeah. Just just oh. wor- just worry about being funny because for the most part, like it, with the exception of like maybe like Ben Quick, Jordan Hendren, CV, and mm-hmm. just like a, a lot of other people. Like if we had him on last week, <laughs> I love, I love CV. Yeah. yeah the, great. But, but the thing is like CV has like a bunch of different takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not necessarily like picking on one side. It's, it's the same thing with Alex G and pop, but like he could go, he can go on. And, <laughs> yeah. He, he can go on and kill anywhere. Cause yeah. it's like not necessarily landing on one side, but most of the time that I see political humor, it's just, that's not anything I haven't heard before. Like Adam, you go back to stealing jokes, like people stealing jokes. Like I literally heard that shit on Kimmel the other day. I heard that on, on Colbert. You're not saying anything. There's nothing new. Back to politics for a second. I think the only mainstream comedian I have seen where they can pull that off was George Carlin. He was probably the only one that would probably could pull off talking politics. And it was pretty funny. Because he wasn't necessarily going after one politician. He was just going at like the big guy. It's a big club. And you're not in you're it. You're not in it. <laughs> and he was like the only guy really doing it back in the day, too. A lot of comics didn't really want to touch that subject because it was so clear, well, you know? Was- Carlin was pretty much out the door. Like, a lot yeah. of people would argue that his later stuff wasn't the funniest. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was the most mesmerizing. 
Like you're you're yeah. you're looking at what you're just it's just blowing your mind. I'm sure, the last per minute isn't the same as this late '80s and early '90s stuff, but you're kind of getting a little bit of an education, just just a little bit of a taste. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now Adam was saying, just like we all want people to secretly fail. Like even if I don't like someone, like I still I still I still will try to help them out. Like like because uh, I was telling I told maybe like two dozen comics. And maybe like half of them I'm actually friends with. It's just like, yo, post your shit on Instagram reels. Like you're like most of the content that I've seen through other comics is better than mine. But the reason why I get more views is because I post more shit yeah. and you're posting directly to the wall. Like post on reels, put a couple of hashtags. You will maximize your audience. You have some cool crowd work shit. You have some cool videos of your standup. You, you have this cool stuff just post it a reels and you get more. And then like most people brush me off. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just, yeah. like, I'm just like, Oh, why are you telling me this? I didn't think you, you liked me. Like I don't, but I still <laughs> want you to, <laughs> but I still want you to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, That's fine. Cause it'd be awfully selfish of me. If like for you, like not want you to succeed just cause I don't like your shit. That's funny. You said that too. Like, come on. Because Reels is very much like TikTok. Like you sit there and like you get very a very much, and it just keeps on going. I sat on the toilet today at work for fifteen minutes going through TikTok, and it was just because it was like another one, and then another one, then another one, another one. Before I know it, I'm sitting there losing track of time, just watching these little clips and stuff like this. And like, you're like, well, it was just something I wouldn't ordinarily do, but I had the time. You know, no one was bothering me. Adam wasn't blowing me, so you know, it was a good day in the office. I wasn't under your desk. Look at my dick. Uh, blowing. I remember that. But yeah, yeah, the good old days when blowjobs were legal. Or COVID. <laughs> Damn you, Charlie Baker, t- taking everything fun away so we could be safe and healthy. And you took away my vape pen. I want to smoke electricity. Fuck you. Smoke uh, electricity and blow someone. Well, get blown. <laughs> we get the flap on the mask. That doesn't work very well. Yeah, you, you, you just, just you can you can take out like the little air filter thing. Just start sucking dick. Just Is going to town. Is it gay if you if you receive? Is it gay? Oh, dude! If you if it's anything with a man, it's gay. <laughs> Thank <laughs> but, you. I'm a gay. Yeah. I don't think so. But, I'm a high. But if you can get, Question. but if you can get past that point, and, and just and just like accept that it's gay, then fucking go for it. <laughs> yeah, I say I disagree. Just get your dick sucked by a man. Stop being a queer and just get that dick sucked. <laughs> that is, yeah. I guess that's the comment of the night. Don't be a queer, get your dick sucked by a man. <laughs> you could probably sell a lot of those in P Town. Oh yeah. I love P Town during the summertime. I do but too. Then th- Great. But then there's nothing going on. There's there's nothing going on. Which is like I wanna I wanna be near big hairy men, but yeah. then like all the big hairy men are, are, are fucking gone at that time. The season well, like, it's, big hairy men a season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they go into hibernation like actual bears and they just, yeah. just crawl in their little holes. <laughs> You don't, you don't you don't see them till June. Dick Doc is a very quiet place in January, right? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, like TikTok, TikTok has been like quiet for me like the past like two two three months. Like, yeah, most mo- most of my following I I got last year. Um, but back to like what you were saying with the Instagram Reels, it's a shorter time length. Yeah, their limit is thirty seconds, yeah. and and so. You go go by and you and shit. I've been taking a dump and it's been forty five <laughs> minutes yeah. and I watched a twelve hundred videos already. <laughs> and and then 
How's I, I'm telling all these comics, like, don't post your shit like on on the on the profile. Post it through yeah. Reels. Get your audience up. Yeah, yeah. Like any, literally any comic, just about any comic, and I I am not shy about saying this. Just about any comic that has less followers than me on TikTok right now, I feel should have more followers than me right now. Yeah, because they've 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 more consistent. Con- they have more consistent content with me. I'm all over the fucking place. I'm talking about pro wrestling. I'm I'm, t- I'm talking about comedy. I'm just I'm just talking about my I'm just talking about my sex life. I, like I'm all over the fucking place. Like um, Lily Meyer, um, another boss comedian, has some some of my favorite content. Um, and then uh, Jim, Jimmy Cash as well. I don't know if you haven't had Jimmy Cash on uh, the no. Jander with Stan. Have him on. Yeah, it's a fucking trip. Oh yeah. yeah um, like uh, he's had like three viral videos right now, and just like him just being a janitor, <laughs> and, and and a lot of people relating to it. Right now, he should have more followers than me. Yeah. And there's only like one person that I don't think should have more followers than me. And that's Mike Fahey. But other than that, everyone else <laughs> should should have more followers than me right now. Would you prefer Rails or TikTok? It's been more uh, def- def- <laughs> Well. Um, similar, really, right? either right now, uh, but yeah. but I'd say TikTok right now because I have a hundred thousand followers. But as as of right now, like the last like the last month was probably my hardest month since like the first month that I opened a TikTok. Yeah, I was like, I'm just getting no traffic whatsoever, and I'm starting to realize, okay, I need to evolve my shit, like like con- constantly and get and get that up. So I'm just still trying to feel it out um you do youtube like the, at all or are you kind of like you just you just weren't looking for the short kind of clips kind of thing did you no, um i do not do uh i do not do youtube but i really need to start getting that because i because youtube is speak of that youtube has started to do uh their own and have uh youtube shorts so they're oh, starting great. to have their own little version of that so i think okay, okay i need to uh i need to jump on that and yeah and get that going as well um but well, it's Instagram reels. It's never like they, they, they say for TikTok that you never know what's going to go viral. Yeah. That's even more of a case for Instagram reels. My stupidest yeah. shit has gone viral on Instagram reels, but like the stuff that I've like put all day on, like yeah. gets nothing gets like two views. My dad saw it. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. How's the algorithm work for uh, reels? Is it just like by hashtag or is it just kind of like, it just randomly puts it out there. Cause you don't necessarily get reels of people you follow. It just gives you random shit sometimes. Right. Yeah. It just gives you red. Nobody really like knows how it works. Nobody right? really knows. It's, it's, it's all, it's all over the place. Like yeah. if, if TikTok was Bosnia in the, in the <laughs> mid nineties, yeah. Uh, then be fucked. <laughs> yeah, then Instagram Reels is Hotel Rwanda. Like we, we don't know like what's going on with it. Uh, but just just like post and, and hope for the best. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just literally like playing the lottery, playing the algorithm lottery. It's like Charlie from Dunkin' Donuts. Are you familiar with her? Uh, girl who does. She was big with the iced coffee, and she had like the orange fingernail polish, and she was doing this weird thing with the iced coffee. Like it was big on the summertime. And it was like, follow, have the Charlie. Now she has her own drink at, at uh, Dunkin' Oats. And she basically just did a bunch of like, what? It was a TikTok. Oh, Charlie DeMello. Yeah, yeah. 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 You familiar with her? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's on TikTok. Be kidnapped? She's she like, huh? in, she in your closet? Uh, no, I, I'm in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's safe and sound, I guess we could say. 
Yeah. We 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 Adam go to Dunkin' Donuts every morning. We we see her and she was just like, "What the fuck this broad doing?" She like she got famous for just drinking a fucking iced coffee in front of Dunkin' Donuts. Well, yeah, I, I heard that she was going to have her own drink. I've just never been inside a Dunkin' Donuts. Well, it, at least in the past three years. They just released it. It's very exciting. A couple days ago. Is it good? I haven't, I haven't tried it. No, I get like sixteen. I'm like an old guy. I'm an old fucking guy from No Show to get the same fucking thing every day. Same, yeah. Most people do. Yeah, I'm not trying anything new, especially of a, of a fucking drink of a, of a girl, a guy's name with a girl. That's gonna confuse yeah. the hell out of me. Neither is many of the many of the comics in Boston. I'm not gonna try anything new. My old shit's gonna work. It's gonna work. <laughs> it's eventually. Fuck changing. Go with what's comfortable. <laughs> It was uh stay within the comfort zone. Don't go beyond the line. Just <laughs> stay within it. Stay and, within the cones. Well, that's giggles on and and Saugus. Basically, get the same old guys doing the same jokes for the last thirty years. I fully support giggles only booking the same people over and over again. <laughs> because like they'll never book someone like me. I would no. love them to. Yeah, but 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 like they're they're not gonna book a queer guy anytime soon. Like they're they're gonna have it's like you said like they're they're booking like the same guys but like my argument for not booking the same people is all right look at your business ten years from now yeah are a lot of those same people gonna still be doing it they're gonna be dead or because because the 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 clientele are like people in the sixties now that were in the thirties when they were seeing these same guys and now they're gonna be dead in another twenty years and then no one's gonna go so you gotta get you gotta do like Kowloon's like at least brings in newer people as they go. But like right. giggles, it's like it's the same five comics, and they're and the comics are in their seventies, so it's like you're like, running, running out of time. G- yeah, G- giggles has always put on like a very consistent show. Yes, yeah, very but like much so. um, the the people that go there because I've I visit there like once a month, check out a show. Yeah, yeah. They um like the crowd that's there. Well, it's always going to have a good time. Yeah, like absolutely. they they have their formula. They, they know what works. Like they have, like you're saying, they have their comfort zone. Mm. Don't want to necessarily step out of that. I personally think that they should, but that's not my business. Yeah, like that's their business that. to run. If they don't want to risk it, that's, that's, that's completely up to them. Mm. Like uh, th- there's like a lot of places that won't book. Like, uh, like as much, as much as I uh, love the comedy studio, they haven't booked me for a live show since probably February, 2017. Really? Like, and yeah. why? why is there reason for that? Is it, did they ever tell you why? Or is it just, just oh no? no uh, well, like there. I'm not necessarily I'm not necessarily like their their cup of tea for a while. Yeah. But then, like recently, I've been doing their virtual shows, which is which have been awesome. Like I don't hold it against somebody if they don't book me. Yeah. But to me, uh, like if if you don't book me, you're missing out because <laughs> because uh, like or if you try to have me first, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to mop mop the fucking floor with the crowd um and generally with urban crowds and rural crowds that's when i do best but city that's where i want to do a little bit better that's that's where i feel that like i'm not i like i do well but not as not as good as if i'm in in front of like a bunch of truckers or if i'm yeah a bunch of but in front of a bunch of it, I like the how you think truck is, like, is like a bunch of lot lizards just running around a fucking truck stop in Connecticut. <laughs> <You're gonna stand laughs> just just like back to where you came, boy. <laughs> but 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 like the thing is with rural crowds and urban crowds, like minus like media references, they laugh at the exact same thing. Yeah. And yeah. 
it's and it's it's like cake. It's comedy heaven. Yeah, he performed in Vermont. It is so fucking good. Like is it, it is. Big? Yeah, yeah. It's comedy Nirvana. Okay. Like every every year we do maybe like three three shows three shows in Vermont. All what, of them better than the last. Why is that though? Out of curiosity, like why is the Vermont crowd more kind of? open to this it's because is it a lack of comedy up there and then every comedy they get they love and they just want more of it or is it because boston you get a lot of comedy and a lot of it gets kind of watered down because the same shit right places going on so much and then like is it you know i i I guess i could say in new hampshire i've noticed when i've done stand-up up up there the crowds have been a little more free and and more happy to to be there type i guess you could say i don't know if that makes sense just because it's, so, it, it's such a lack of it. It there. makes perfect sense. Yeah. And that feeling that you get in New Hampshire, it's, mm-hmm. it's literally doubled. Really? In Vermont? Yeah. Holy shit. But like yeah, okay. in, Bur- in Burlington, you'll do yeah. well, like, okay. which is like this. But like outside of it, rural areas, mm-hmm. like, like you're saying, they hardly have any comedy. So, yeah. so they're, they're just they're happy, to see, they're happy to see a show. And as long as you're good. Yeah. You're gonna do well. You, you gave them a reason to go out that night, and they enjoy themselves. They 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 got a babysitter. They were the, they were able to have a couple laughs, a few cocktails. A couple maybe, of them brought their babies. Maybe <laughs> some brought their babies. Yeah. We telling because dogs. their babysitter was out seeing the show. Yeah, I'm <laughs> off the two year old sitting in the front row because we're gonna be talking about clitoris. It's gonna be great. Now the um, because because when I when I when I do fundraiser shows, I'm I I. I'm relatively clean. But yeah, yeah. When I do a club show, or I do one one that's not particularly a fundraiser or mine, I'm dirty as hell. Like yeah. uh, I'm I'm going through everybody's grab bags. I'm going through that, and like someone won jars of honey, and like one of them was white. And I was just so showing the crowd. It was like, what does this look like? Come on. I just I just opened it up. And I, went, I thought it's come, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> So that's smart of you. When you do shows like that, you stay clean. So the best man who had the incident at the wedding, um, when I was was running for city councilor, I had brought him on board to kind of help us with the fundraiser party. So you got some comedians and did not tell them to be clean. And we do horrific dick jokes and rape jokes going on in my fundraiser party. Jesus Christ. Who was it? Who was it? You were there. I was there. Oh shit! We had those comedians and the guy, and then there was, right. there were kids there. We had I to bring the kids out in the lobby. That. It was like a seven-year-old there. He was hearing jokes about getting raped in the ass on like on St. Patrick's Day. It was, oh. and I'm sitting there like, ooh, I'm like, this could be bad for my political career. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that those. I mean, he should have known anyway. But like, like rape, rape and abortion jokes, I stay the hell away ooh. from. Especially in a political fundraising party, you don't know. What you're oh, doing. To, oh, to say to say the least, they're just like vote for this guy, rape. There was actually a write up on me in the local paper saying about something about comedians and the fucking fundraising party, and I was like, oh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good. Is this that, what your campaign is going to be like? Just people going around, just <laughs> fucking butts. I'm like, what's what you're on? all about, sir? Right. Hey, listen. Even bad news is good news when it's good press. <laughs> so when you do corporate parties because i always i hear this a lot from a lot of comedians like they, they there's a is a love hate between corporate parties because the money's really good but yeah. like, 
the fact of like actually being able to enjoy yourself on stage is, is really trying because you don't know what you're going to get for people there. And then you don't really know the limitations, the way you can go. And sometimes you kill. And then sometimes it's just like a dead crowd. You, you, like, do you just think about the money when you're on there and be like, yeah, I, make, 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 I don't give a fuck if these people are enjoying themselves or it's like, is it just like you have to, you've tried, you know, you only think about the money if you're bombing. Okay. <laughs> that's, <it. laughs> that's a good, that's a good way to put it. It's like, like you're on stage. Like, okay. Yeah. I have 10 more minutes, but I'm still getting paid. So those are really bad. I get, I get to do my car payment this month. <laughs> um, so the, the way that I see it is because I've been doing this, let's see, it's 2014. I've been doing this for like a little over seven years. Okay. And in that short amount of time, I've, I've learned like a little more what to do. Uh, like thing one, if you're having, if you're doing a corporate party for someone, specifically let the booker know that everyone should know that there's stand-up comedy there. Oh, yeah. That's a big one right there. Yeah, you don't want to ambush That them. was a big mistake that I was waiting for, for a while. And it's just like, we're going to surprise them with comedy. Just like, no, no. don't do that. No. Yeah. Just like, that's the equivalent of, of you. You're just going, you're talking to your friends and then people are just fucking on stage. Like (laughs) it's kind of cool, but you weren't really prepared for that. It's, well, it's funny you said that because I used just to, like, going around watching clapping cheeks. I'm just like, I, I just want to <laughs> hang out with my friends. I used to host a sh- uh, comedy show like once a month at this like Mexican restaurant in Rivera, and then but they would advertise it kind of, but like people would be staying at the hotel and just come down for dinner, and all of a sudden they get ambushed of a comedy show like out of nowhere. Like there was no separate yeah. room; it was in the fucking bar. Like so, you had no choice but to listen. So you're sitting there eating a fucking quesadilla, and then some guys on stage is talking about dick jokes, and it's like I didn't expect this to happen. Like. It's a terrible situation to surprise someone with comedy, especially if it isn't like exactly their cup of tea. Like, you know, what I mean, it's like holy shit. Yeah, and and nobody and nobody wants a non-consensual comedy show. No. Like, if if they know ahead of time, then they're gonna yeah. have a good time. Yeah, they prepare and themselves. I specifically let them know. Oh yeah, thing two. Also, tell people we're not gonna go out of our way to 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 pick on them. Like yeah. all this are being yeah. disruptive to the show. We're not gonna go around just Liam McGurk would say, You're fat, you're stupid, you'll never find love, yeah. you're gay. It <laughs> just and plus like I, I don't really book crowd working working comedians for for that reason. Um because that's cause that's a that's that's a big risk. Um I mean exceptions obviously um uh, John Parada, who, who yeah. I, I I consider him, uh, a mentor to me in the in the business and, and everyone else, but but just you can't bring someone to a corporate gig that's gonna be like, are you two a couple? Is this your first date? <laughs> Did you fuck yet? Very Did awful. you fuck yet? Oh, you look like homo. Head out of here! Just like stop calling people homo. They're gonna sit the office <laughs> and like, like Monday they sit there and be like, "Were you like, uncomfortable as I was at this party?" <laughs> this was well, 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 I wasn't at first, but the second time he called me homo, like it got a little uncomfortable. The worst part. Though, uh, since since you ahead. are sorry, about saying like since you are a gay comedian, you can get away with you. And this must must be like a playground out there for you. You can pretty much say whatever you want. You could say what straight people can't say. You could pretty much just pretty much sale almost anything well well 
bi- bisexual and um a lot a lot of people a lot of people see this no i i don't care like uh, i i personally don't care cuz i'm i'm in my 30s i'm not going to be be like uh, Rami Malek just like you called Freddie Mercury gay we're gonna cancel you yeah. ah! so it's just like I don't care I don't care no, um, I know that's great but there's like no repercussions for you because you are it's like the people oh, who, yeah. who that's great that's amazing <laughs> the, the um and plus, and plus I can I can hit on just just about anybody I mean I'm go. gonna get canceled 20 years from now but for now Woo-hoo. Uh, you open a dating uh, pool by 50%. You can go anywhere. I mean, that's it's, it's a perk, I guess. You I remember say. I was saying to Artie once, and he looked at me weird until I explained it. I'm like, it would be great, hypothetically, to be bisexual. I'm, like, I'm not, though, unfortunately. I just, I just like women, right? But, like, hypothetically But yeah, how speaking, do you know? Uh, it's not attracted. Just, it's not attracted to It's man. the crying hey, game. Adam and I were in a situation where we seen some stuff that like if we were we would have probably went to that way but we <laughs> both established that moment that and i'm gonna leave it very vague and it all away. depends <laughs> on what you like not everybody likes the six-pack abs no, he looked like this guy looked like he came off of a 18 whaler at a fucking truck stop in, in louisville like it would be great because you get the best of both worlds. Like walking, you can walk into the men's room. You're attracted to that, you know. You just go anywhere. You're attracted to everything, pretty much. Well, well, it's, it's not. It's not like I'm attracted to like everything. Like it's not like you no, want to fuck every mean, single male woman. And female. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just. It's just like I go to the bathroom stall, looking at everybody's dicks. So just like impressive. <laughs> you well, could, though, <laughs> but you could. Like I can't go to the women's room. Yeah, I mean, you still can go go in there and look at people's dicks. Like you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Just like every penis, every penis is every penis. An interesting perspective. <laughs> oh yeah, it's nice to meet you. Nice cock, by the way. Dude, that awkward guy that stands back and goes. <laughs> All right, looking over the divider wall yeah. while you're at the urinal. <laughs> <laughs> divider, co- coconut oil. <laughs> I smelled. I smelled the coconut oil on your on your cock. I heard this story. No, like this is fucking ridiculous. Um. So another another thing, I don't know if you know the thing, but the thing where like the certain restrooms where guys will hook up with guys and do the foot tap. Oh yeah, when they're on the down low, classic SVU episode about it. Yes, like dude, dudes just go in like oh yeah, while their wives are out shopping, they just go to the bathroom and bang. It's classic. There's a thing where a guy will go into the stall of another guy, but he'll step into a shopping bag, so it looks like the guy's sitting on the toilet with a shopping bag in front of him, and you don't see the extra pair of legs. Like I was fascinated by this. Some guy was describing it on the radio the other day. He's like, "Yeah, you can blow a guy in a bathroom because he stands in the bag, and when someone goes in there, they just see a bag and a guy sitting on the toilet." That is a great idea. Because <laughs> you think like, you look down the stall, like, oh, there's something going on. But, but if you see the shopping bag, you just think, "Oh, the guy just went shopping." Yeah, but then you see the legs there. It's just like I got next. Yeah, like, we had the legs. Yeah, that was on the Anthony Cumia show. I, I I seen that last week on the, on uh, Compound. Dude, uh, I have I haven't listened to him since he got fired for calling that black lady a gorilla. Oh yeah, that was a bad situation. His uh his yeah. uh he has a paid network with about I don't know, it's like five or six shows on there. It's not bad. Compound Media. It's getting very entertaining. No, but he's but he's he's doing well. Doing very good. Yeah, I mean yeah. uh, I I I've. I subscribed once he started the thing up uh, back in like it was like 2014-ish or something like that. It's very entertaining. It, it's he he really shows that he was the better half of the uh, opening Anthony uh, extravaganza there. But 
I think he's fun. I like. I think he's hilarious. I think he's funny as a human being. I think he's a piece of shit. Oh, he's a terrible but, human being. But he's very. Oh yeah, funny. definitely. He's racist. funny though. He's he's hilarious. Yeah, he wouldn't be a guy who would be like, yeah, this is a good friend of mine. Yeah, he, he's like a Fred Toucher in that sense. Like he's a piece of shit. Oh, fuck Fred Toucher. <laughs> oh, I'm very started. I get enraged Wait, sometimes. Your friend's name is Fred Toucher. What? Oh Toucher yeah, Toucher and Rich. They're on uh, 98.5. 98. Oh, 5 okay, Toucher and Rich. Okay, yeah. yeah. Guy's a cocksucker. I like Fred. <laughs> Not in the bad oh, way. He, Not like he like enjoys it. Like he's just an asshole. Oh, okay. An asshole. So, so don't hit him up. Okay. You should hit him up though. <laughs> Let me know how it works out. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, suck my cock. Oh yeah, I'm I'm told on the Artie show that it's not gay. That uh, I'm getting my dick sucked by you. Looking AJ up if I first touch it. I mean, he's going through a divorce. So oh well, well, like I could bubble the love sponge's wife. <laughs> I mean, just like, uh, brother, brother, brother. My brother, my brother, yeah. I'm going to set this camera up in a book and no one's going to know it. And I'm going to have sex with my wife, brother. Yeah. That, but with the cancellations, it's funny how our heroes are because Hulk Hogan, he was everybody's hero back in the day. Just like, oh, America. He, even though he wears the color of McDonald's, like he's amazing. And he's American. And then you grow up and then. Then you see see that film and like wow Hulk Hogan was a really shitty porn star yeah and then then, then your childhood just shattered so AJ I want to tell you I would enjoy going to I've never been to a live wrestling event ever and like I you know they have at the Garden like a few times a year I would enjoy going with you because I think you would be able to provide some kind of humor and then some kind of intellectual uh, information to make it actually so I could put everything together I think you'd be a per- perfect person to go to an event with. I would be so happy to take you to a show when st- stuff starts opening again. Let's do this. Let's let's plan on this because I would. Adam, I know Adam wants to go too. Adam was like, I would love to go. We I have would. to. I've never seen an event live. I hear it's incredible. And I watched and, um, the the one that we sh- the the type of sh- uh, show that we should go to. So you got your regular shows on on TV. Yeah. Like WWE has two tele- actually three televised shows a week. But then in between, they have what's called a house show, which is pretty much the open mic oh, of, nice. of wrestling. Okay. And those are the ones I recommend go because that, that's, that's the ones that they're trying out new shit. And that, that's when you tend to see the most amount of comedy. That's when you get the most amount of laughs. And so, so like even some, somebody that just isn't a general, like not someone that isn't even a casual watcher, yeah, we'll enjoy a how we'll enjoy the hell out of a house show. And how where, where do they do that at the same place they do the big show? Generally, the, they, it can be done this the same place at a big show or a smaller venue. Okay, um, I never even like heard this. Before. This is like new to me. Like this, these. Oh little, yeah, oh. they but they but they want to be but they call it live events now because house yeah. show sounds uh sounds kind of ghettoy. Yeah. Um, but live events and then people just, fist pumping like a whole show. You get a bunch of wrestlers just fucking beating the beat. <laughs> well, 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 that that'd be a wrestler Zack Ryder. <laughs> that, that's 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 pretty much his gimmick. Um, and then I'd see this other show called uh, called Ring of Honor, and yeah. then like it was it's just straight grappling wrestling, and then just 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 like with a little bit of comedy. Um, and then there's this other one for a while, Chikara, but which was. I think closed down because of me too stuff. Mm. Uh, but they, <laughs> yeah, like that and pro wrestling gorilla was strictly comedy wrestling. So a lot of the guys that you see in WWE now, they would do those shows for almost shit money, okay. but be, they do it because it was fun. 
mm-hmm. like there was one time they had like a slow wrestling match that like a slow mo wrestling like match motion, like, uh... yeah like Whoa, no and they and they're doing all this slow and like pe- the crowd is just crying and the crowd was even playing <laughs> along and they were being like, in slow motion too oh, like, oh no and then um there was this legendary wrestler, Jushin Thunder Liger, like well-respected in Japan. But then when he did that show for wrestling gorilla, he just cut loose. They're just like, yeah, stick your thumb in my asshole. <laughs> stick your thumb in my asshole. <laughs> but but, he's, but like he said, like, stick your thumb in asshole. And then um, so he did. And then there was just a train. And I'll send this to you. There's just a train of wrestlers <laughs> sticking thumbs in each other's assholes. And it's the funniest thing. In my goddamn life. <laughs> and like three of them are former WWE champions. <laughs> Adam, tomorrow when we go to the office, I'm going to feel like sticking them in my asshole. <laughs> See how many people we can get joining in on it. <laughs> and then uh, Tommaso Ciampa, who's the world champion right now, like a lot of the stuff that they did there obviously wouldn't fly because they, they have to appeal to a national stage. Yeah. But then what Tommaso Ciampa was doing is like he was – like a wrestler would be bent over and then he just lick his thumb up his ass and then he just lick his thumb right afterwards. Oh, 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 oh fuck. <laughs> that looks like a fucked. But they would obviously crazy. not fly these days. And then there was this other woman, Candice LeRae. She would yeah. do what was called the balls plex where she would like cup a dude's balls and then just, 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 just suplex them behind her. Yeah. She's never done that in WWE. She's like, she's like one of the top guys right now. But but she did it. But she did it to a woman once in WWE, <laughs> and then just just said, like I think it was called the Vagplex, like maybe that one time. But like other than that, like they've never heard that on TV. There you go, kids. If you're watching the show, watch wrestling. I never watched it as a kid, and I kind of regret not watching it as a kid because it was very entertaining. I had a friend who <sighs> the stuff that I watched as a kid, like I tried to go back and watch it. I'm like, holy shit, this, this is, is garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I hated it. Um, other than like the rock and like stone cold promos and, and like a lot of the other stuff. But then I, I'm not realizing like how racist and how sexist a lot of it is. I'm just like, wow, this, this, this sucked. Um, I remember having a friend bawling his eyes out when he found out the wrestling wasn't real. We were like in seventh grade. <laughs> like, it's not real. I'm like, no, dude, it's not fucking real. It's like, like, look, it's not real. And it's, I thought it was real. Fucking crying, like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, you really think these people are fucking throwing each other through like real fucking, you know, furniture? Like, I mean, what the fuck? Oh, the for the furniture is gimmicked, but they're still they're still falling. They're still falling. Um, there's, there's like they're like they're like live action stunt doubles. So like, that's but, all. Sp- yeah. but, but but speaking of that, there was um there there's there was uh, there's a certain chair that you're supposed to hit, but then yeah. so so he grabbed like. The heavier chair oh. smacked a wrestler the other day, and he was just like, like he got a concussion, and then he's like bleeding everywhere. And then, um, because these two wrestlers, Matt Hardy, one of my favorites, and Sammy Guevara, great wrestlers, was, uh, Matt they Hardy just po- sucked together. Was he part of the Hardy Boys? Yes. Oh yes, I'm familiar with the Hardy Boys. Yeah. yeah. Matt Matt Hardy is one of my favorites, but then like him and Sammy Guevara don't click at all. Yeah. And then so he was supposed to fall off a scaffolding and fall onto a table to kind of break his fall. Still hurts, yeah. but it's better than falling on cement. Like, all right. That's right. And yeah. then, so he pushed Matt Hardy too far. So Matt bleeding from his head, like his head hit the back of the car and they're from like 10, 10, 12 feet up. And then, and then, so like literally the doctor stopped the match at first, 
but then Matt Matt Murray backstage is like, no, 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 we, we got to continue. We got to continue. This is a pay-per-view. Yeah. And it was in the news. So many people were pissed and just like mad at the company for, for just like continuing on with it. And then he jumped off another scaffolding <laughs> afterwards. Well, then you have the guy. Oh, my God. What the hell was his name? Who was coming down off the – he died? Oh, Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Yeah. He yeah. Just, the thing just fell and he was in Kansas City or St. Louis. He just fucking fell to his death. Like, And then they were like, we don't know what to do. Like, is he dead? And what the fuck? It's like, is this real? Yeah. How do you- yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the thing is, like, back then, like, you, they didn't really distort, like, our reality too much. They're like, okay, this, this must be a storyline. Like, no. Yeah. Even Jim Ross, the announcer, right before he just – he found out literally Owen Hart died 10 seconds before they did, like, a commercial break. And then, like, he comes like, a, oh, yeah, by, by, by the way, you, you're, you're going to announce that Owen Hart died. Three, two, one. And he has to announce it right there. Just like, dude, yeah. you just found out a dude just died 10 seconds ago. And, and, yeah. Like, what do you even say to that shit? And – um. What's fascinating about it, it's like um, it's not a spot that Owen Hart hadn't done before, but they mm-hmm. used a different scaffolding company, um, oh, and it was one oh. that's safe, but they didn't like how hokey it looked because, like, it went through his legs, so it, it's uh, like his balls were just kind of sticking out a little. They're like, well, we don't want to see his walrus mouth, so we're going to go with this other scaffolding company. Big fucking mistake because well, Owen Hart, great wrestler, like yeah. great promo artist, but then, like, they went with another company and that weren't experienced at all. And they, they used fucking, like, the same ropes and, like, things that they use on sailboats. Oh, God. That they're using on a man that they didn't test out. Just and then all of a sudden, yeah. And all of a sudden, snap, boom. He's Jesus. dead. Just, just like that. And for 20 years, people were going after his ex-wife. Like, why don't you let Owen Hart into, into the Hall of Fame? Why don't you let him into the Hall of Fame? This is the same company that murdered my husband. Why the fuck would I let him into yeah. it? Yeah. Think about any work you have, like in the office, and all of a sudden, they just accidentally kill your husband. Yeah. Like, do you want him to, to, like, be on the employee, like, Hall of Fame, like, forever? No, fuck that shit. Imagine, Adam, imagine if Steve the Reviewer fucking murdered me. <laughs> and he's the one that gets to do your eulogy. He's singing Sarah McLaughlin. Oh shit! Or worse, they sing Fuel. Oh, <laughs> like, Leave the memories alone. I want you stay. Oh shit! All right, so we're getting close to the end here. AJ, where can we find you? Where are the people there can find you? Where's, where's a good flip? Search you up. Uh, Pornhub. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> find me on t- on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Please, I need more Instagram followers. I still can't break that 2,000. Um, I would That's love tough, like a... Right? Yeah, 2,000 huh? is, is tough to get to. Yeah, I feel like I can't, I, 2,000, you're good to go, though. I can't break that for like I wish I had a fraction of the followers I had like on other social media, but like yeah. I can't get that. Just like show your dick. I was just like not on that because I don't want to get flags. <laughs> just like look at my Pornhub account. I'll I will show you my dick, but not on Instagram. So yeah, yeah. um at AJ Haypenny. That's AJ Ha the word penny. AJ Haypenny. And um you see me at Headliners Comedy Club uh, this weekend, the weekend after that, uh first weekend in April. And then uh, started fishing weddings, and then I literally don't have anything scheduled after that that I remember. 
Where's where's that headliners? Is that in Boston? Um, they they got a few different locations yeah. in New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire. Um, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, because I don't remember here in Boston. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, so like right now, and um, Rob, Rob, Rob Steen, the guy that uh, runs Headliners Comedy Club, he's crazy as hell. <laughs> but but I but I I I love that dude. I know if I'm gonna like to like, talk with him, like all right, I'm gonna be talking to this guy for two hours because I know I can't step away because like. I'm just fascinated by his stories and his, and his, and his, and his craziness. Um, but he has a few different locations right now. He's putting in like uh, movie theaters uh, for, oh, right. for chunkies. Yo, they're yeah, not being used right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. great Love social distancing, great spacing. Yeah. And, and then like, um, he just, he just lets me fuck around with my time. And just, just like, yeah, yeah. Just, just do, do, do this amount. As long as you're funny, I don't, I don't care. Oh yeah. Um, as long as you don't talk about rape and abortion, I'm just like, yeah, it's yeah, not my thing. Unlike that campaign show I went to, but other than that, fucking <laughs> a, awesome man. Well, hey, Lee, thanks for joining us tonight. When uh, Boston finally gets some shows, I'm I'm gonna hit you up because I want I want to go with you because I want I want to experience the WWE experience of someone who's seasoned in the arts. Oh yeah. Well, it, it's a great time. It's, de- it's it's definitely a trip. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, and uh, like I could see Adam's like half smile. Like he's looking at porn. Just looking at Gmails. Like I, I could see like that light, like the hat, like the like the half light smile. Like, mm, it's just he's looking at your Pornhub right now. Actually, he's he's, he's judging you. Looking for your well, grinder. I, <laughs> I see it on the light. Yeah, I grinder. I stay away from because because uh, because yeah, you, you have to think. Dudes are the worst that that are hitting right. on people, and then like on, on grinder, you have to remember dudes are still dudes. They're still dudes. <laughs> so, uh, so, I, so, I can so, see so, that. So, oh yeah, so you say, really bad. You say hi. How how was your day, dick? <laughs> <I'm> just like <laughs> like come, come on, dude. That's not your dick. That doesn't even match your skin color. You're looking that in depth. <laughs> Wait, yeah, and, no. we'll, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it on dick skin. Thank you, everyone. Nice Thank, you, everyone. Thank you for joining us, brother. Have a good night. Thanks for having me. Nice to meet you, man. Latest. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Oh, oh there we go. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Ooh, good, nice, cool dude. Man, Funny guy, huh? Wow. How fun would it go to a WWE event with that guy would be? I'd be a blast. Oh, my God. Because uh, the cool thing about that is you get some background information on top of what's going on, too. So it would be like kind of like the director's, uh, director's cut. You know what I mean? Because he would know some of the stuff. that Because you and I don't watch wrestling. We don't know. No. no. It looks entertaining, doesn't it? You could drink. You can hang out. It's an excuse to go out on a Monday night. Howard's going to always educate us, but he, Good, but he wouldn't be able to follow. He'd be like, <laughs> Depends how much alcohol you drank before. We should take, we'll take AJ, we'll take Eric, and you and I will go there and just sit there and relax and watch the two of those two go at it. They'll probably, Eric yeah, will be, that'd be hilarious. That'd be I, good. Was, I was one butt light away. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should try to do, get him to hook up. I was one, one Oh, God, butt. I like this idea. I like this idea. When he dies and I have to read his eulogy, my last line is going to be like, he was one Bud Light away. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. I'm going to drop the mic. That's it. That was it. And we're all for all remember. He was one Bud Light away. <laughs>
It's funny that we like rag on him so much. You think you'd be watching this show and want to just like chime in? He's probably sleeping right now, probably. Probably. He's old. Yeah, he's an old man. He's almost 50. It is what it is. Um, the ID84 uh, show, we are trying to figure out a way to do a um, dive bar pub crawl in Salisbury Beach this upcoming spring. Remember, we talked about this uh, like it was last week. Um, there's still a lot of dive bars up in Salisbury. And uh, it would be a fun little Saturday to get away and maybe drink for a few hours and then go to bed very early that day because we probably won't be able to stay past uh, <laughs> too much past dusk. True. We, we can um, bring a little Henry. We can put him in the, one of those like baby bourgeois things. You know what I mean? We can give him a little helmet with two bottles on the top with some milk so he can drink and hang out. Maybe he can be the designated driver. We'll see. That could be scary. I'm looking forward to him. Like I like him being a little kid, but I'm looking forward to him to being like 17 years old where he can drive. I mean, that's the reason you have kids, right? To make him a designated driver. Wait, fuck, who knows? Adam, you could adopt it. You should adopt a, a 17-year-old. No. <laughs> nope. So we have someone to drive us around and be like, hey, listen, kid, you want <laughs> want your allowance? You got to drive me and you. I delinquent friends around <laughs> fucking Boston on a Saturday night. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, that time. Yeah, is it that time? It is that time. Way past that time. (laughs) We'll have a new video coming out Friday on the Whirlwind Potato, right? Yes. Yeah. New video drops Friday at uh, eleven a.m. Eleven a.m. And you can check my new video coming out on the Wicked Explorers at eight p.m. on Friday. So you can watch the potato, and you can take a nap, and you can watch the Wicked Explorers. So there you go. Or you can go to work and come home and like at like eight o'clock watch Artie's video, then watch my video. Or you can do both. Yeah, you can do or both. Or vice I, versa. I very I enjoy when I get the alert that there's a new World One Potato because. Uh, and do you want to sneak freak what it's about, or you want to kind of keep um, it? Um, I, it's one of those videos. I, I'm not actually in it. It's just one that's like a, me voicing over. Um, yeah. It's just a, it's about Nicolas Cage. Nick that's Cage. All. Who doesn't love Nick Cage? I mean, neediness and uh, why I find him a very to be a very fascinating, one of the most fascinating actors in Hollywood. He is very fascinating indeed. So yes. there you go, and uh, thank you all there for watching on YouTube. Uh, if you listen to iTunes or Spotify, thank you for listening. Especially if you're from Virginia, our number one state, Virginia. I don't know why, but you guys like us down there, so we appreciate that. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Bye.